They didn't know he was there. How could they even? He's the smallest of his kind, just a few ounces in weight, and 175 miles from his home. Who am I talking about? Rockefeller the Owl. That's who. Every year, Rockefeller Center in New York City boasts one of the largest Christmas displays in the country. This year, a 175-foot Norway spruce cut down in the hills way north of the Big Apple. When the tree finally arrived in the city, it came with a surprise. A sawwith owl, the smallest species in the Northeast, hiding inside and a bit in shock. A worker found him, and soon he was delivered to the Ravensburg Wildlife Center for recovery. His new name? Rockefeller, of course. And he will be released in the wild soon. The kingdom of God is like this precious owl, hidden for ages. But once we find it, Christ gives each of us a new name. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're starting a series this week called Behold, the Lamb of God. sure you've heard that song before. It might be the most well-known song from Handel's Messiah. Or is it this song? Another masterpiece from George Friedrich Handel. In fact, the entire oratorio is unlike anything you've ever heard before. And in a few minutes, we're going to meet with the music director from All Souls Church in London, who will help us better understand the unique details of this powerful oratorio. Every time I listen to it, I hear something new. And I can't help but worship, actually, as I hear these words unraveling to wonderful music. It's just an exceptional piece. Michael Andrews will be back with us in just a moment. But before that... Ever wondered why Messiah was composed in the first place? Deism was on the rise in 1740s England, the Enlightenment idea that God never intervened in history. One wealthy Englishman wouldn't buy it for a minute. Charles Jennings fervently held to the Bible as trustworthy and true. He believed beyond a doubt that God was more than interested. He believed that God was involved in human affairs. He pulled together carefully chosen and ordered scripture texts and sent them off to his friend, George Friedrich Handel, who also held a high view of scripture. But that is when something sparked in the mind and heart of Handel. After reading the words taken from Old and New Testaments, music began to come. Music began to dance inside him. Holy scripture, divinely inspired, brought forth music like never before to the most popular composer of his day. Both Jennings and Handel concluded the Lord was at work in this project. After the program, I will invite you to get copies for yourself and for others to feast on this coming Christmas 2020. We've chosen the arrangement by John Rutter with the Cambridge Singers and the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Using a small English church as his studio, the words become more clear. They blend more clearly with the music that will lead your faith to soar with Christmas coming. 
Call us after this program for one or more copies of Messiah at 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. And if you would like to spiritually soar even before your shipment arrives, come watch the many documentary I shot a few years back in Handel's house. There you can also make your gift and order your two CD sets, haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And don't forget, we still have the first season of The Chosen TV show for your gift to Haven Today. A powerful presentation from the perspective of those whose lives were changed by Jesus. Ask about it when you call or watch a preview at haventoday.org. Now before we're joined by Michael Andrews, let's get started with a song from Messiah, Behold the Lamb of God. Welcome back to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris. That was Behold the Lamb of God from Handel's Messiah. And of course, that's the title of our series this week. I want us to go back to London. I want us to welcome back to the program the music director at All Souls Langham Place, not too far from Buckingham Palace, Michael Andrews. You're a graduate of King's College and the Royal Academy of Music. You've studied music all your life. You teach it as well as direct it. I'm curious how Handel's Messiah has impacted your life. Well, it's funny, Charles, actually. The the Handel house where he wrote Messiah is only a few streets away from All Souls itself. So it's it's literally a short walk uh, from where I work most of the time and worship. And um, Messiah is one of the greatest 
choral pieces that has ever been written. And I think what's wonderful about it is every time you listen to it, you hear something fresh and something new as Handel paints all of these wonderful words from the Bible to music. And every time I listen to it, I hear something new. And I can't help but worship, actually, as I hear these words unravelling to wonderful music. It's just an exceptional piece. Mm. How about you yourself? When did you first encounter Messiah? As a young child or uh, a young man or when? Well, I think, like most of your listeners, I think I'd heard little snippets of it uh, growing up. You know, you can't help but hear hallelujah in some context in your life, even if it's as part of a comedy sketch or something. You sound like our producer right now, Michael, but keep going, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) But... um, to, to listen to it in its entirety was something that I only did when I was at university. And I just remember being struck by the power of the whole piece and how refreshing it was. It just felt so refreshing to hear this story about Jesus so powerfully shared and brought to life through such wonderful music. Michael, you've taught classes at Handel's house, haven't you? Yes, I taught for several years uh, in a summer school. I used to teach uh, composers, young composers, in the very room that he rehearsed uh, the singers for all of his operas and oratorios. So we used to uh, hear the creaking floorboards in the house and uh, mm-hmm. we saw all these wonderful portraits of all the singers around the the museum. And yeah, it was really something quite special. Well, by American standards and Canadian standards, it is a very old house. Uh, I don't know if a Georgian house would be old by English standards, of course. Michael, on our program, we've been looking at how scripture saturated this music is, the way Charles Jennings weaves the story of redemption. I think it's remarkable, but the music in this oratorio is unequaled as well, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I mean, I think that that is one of the most incredible things about it. I think if you asked many choral conductors, what is the most, you know, which is one of the most remarkable pieces for choirs that have ever been written? And I think lots of people would say Handel Messiah. And how remarkable then to have this piece that is so infused with scripture, you know, part one with Isaiah and Malachi and then just going through um, Jesus's death in the second part and then his resurrection and his second coming in the third part, the way that he brings to life the story through scripture is astounding. I mean, I, I, I know of someone locally who said to my wife that they didn't think that schools should be teaching anything that includes something that is about the gospel. And yet, at the heart of so much of our greatest literature, our greatest music, is the gospel. You know, Bach is possibly the greatest composer that's ever lived, and his work is infused with the theology and the gospel. And so it, it's remarkable that Handel as well, this great work, is just so gospel-centered, but with a real spirit behind it that, you know, is worshipful, I think. He sets the words in such a way that even the music says something about who Jesus is. In one of the movements, for example, he's, he's written that um, for Jesus is like a refiner's fire. For he is like 
He has this kind of unraveling vocal melody, but in the strings, they're all moving their bows so rapidly on the strings, vibrato, to echo this kind of um, fieriness that as Jesus cleanses us from our sin, it's like this burning fire. So the way he paints the picture musically in every movement is astonishing. The way he shapes the melodies to tell the stories. And I think that's why I say every time you listen to it, you hear something different. You hear, ah, I wonder what he's saying about Jesus, not just in the words, but in the music itself, the way he brings it to life. It's the way he even paints him standing with that ascending note. You know, there's so many moments throughout the whole thing. Or there's um, in the third part where Handel sets, I know that my Redeemer liveth from Job. It's thought that the melody in bars five and six da, 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 is the melody on which the chimes of Big Ben in central London are based on. So when you hear the Westminster chimes anywhere in the world, you are actually hearing, I know that my Redeemer lives. So I would want to say to your listeners, every time you hear those Westminster chimes, just think, I know that my Redeemer lives. I just think that's a wonderful thought. Well, listening to a grandfather clock will never be the same again for me, Michael. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> so much for sharing that. Uh, it does make sense as you mention it now. Michael Andrews, would you just lead us in prayer that uh, the Spirit of the living God would allow Handel's Messiah, which is nothing else but the Word of God set to music, speak to us going into this holiday season of all years, the COVID year. Oh, Father, we do thank you that for unto us a child was born. Father, we give you thanks that Jesus was given to us as the gift that means that we can be in relationship with you, Father. And I just pray for all those listening today, that as we listen to Handel's Messiah and your words, Father, that our hearts would be opened to receive the gift of Jesus this year, that we would be able to come into relationship with you and marvel at the greatest gift the world has ever known. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
We've heard the music with words coming straight from God's holy word. Michael Andrews helped us to understand how the mind of Handel was at work for those 14 days it took to bring lyrics and notes together. I hope the words inspired by the Holy Spirit will speak to you this Christmas 2020. All last week, we dipped deep into how Messiah opens. Isaiah 40, Comfort ye, my people. Prophetic words pointing to the coming of the Savior, Jesus. Isaiah 40, verse 3, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Then verse 5, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Haggai 2, verse 6 and 7, For thus saith the Lord of hosts, Yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. Then on to Malachi 3, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord, whom ye seek, shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Messiah leads us to not only the foretelling, but the birth of Jesus sent from heaven. How we need these texts to speak to us this year more than ever. A virgin shall conceive, predicted in Isaiah, confirmed in Matthew 1. Back to Isaiah 9-2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. The shepherds received this news from the angels. Luke 2, 10 and 11. And the angels said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. The Messiah came, and Charles Jennings, with his friend Handel, wove Isaiah and Matthew together with the actual words of Jesus. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm, and carry them in his bosom, and shall gently lead those who are with young. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest for your souls. What follows in Messiah keeps taking one's breath away. Rejoice, for he has come. The oratorio piles on with hallelujahs and amens. The Messiah's life is taken, but then is reborn, and leading us all the way to Revelation. This same king shall return again to save his people. Before the beginning of the world, God's plan was laid. His plan was brought forth. His will was and is done. The Lamb who was slain becomes the Good Shepherd who saves and keeps. In Jesus Christ, we will be never led astray.
from Handel's Messiah. Worthy is the Lamb. The Lamb and the Shepherd figuring heavily all the way through one of the greatest pieces of music ever written. This is a series on Haven Today this week called Behold the Lamb of God. And after hearing excerpts from Messiah, I pray that you will agree with me that this is a masterpiece with no rival. But as we've learned in the last few minutes, this was a masterpiece on a mission. It really means a lot to me to know that Handel and his friend Charles Jennings were deeply concerned about the decline of their culture in the 1700s. As I already said, secularism and humanism were on the rise. Morals were in decline. Sounds a little familiar, wouldn't you say? What was their solution? Take God's word. Put it to music. Every word of Handel's Messiah coming straight from God's word and every passage pointing to Jesus, nothing like it. I can't recommend it highly enough for you to hear this holiday season. Now, the recording that we have of Handel's Messiah here at Haven today was recorded by the Cambridge Singers under an arrangement from John Rutter with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. It was recorded intentionally so that you could more clearly understand every word. May I invite you to let this masterpiece fill your home and your heart this Christmas with the light and the glory of the Messiah. I think it will inspire your life and encourage your soul. Would you call us right now? Make a gift to our ministry and request a copy of this two-CD set of Handel's Messiah. Perhaps you'd also like to get copies to send to those you love to enjoy this Christmas time to come. Our number to call right now is 800 6 5-4-28-36. That's 865-HAVEN. And I want to invite you to come check out our blog at haventoday.org, where you can watch the mini-documentary I shot on location at Handel's house, where he wrote Messiah. But I also want you to read a new post where we detail every scripture used in Handel's Messiah. I know it would be a real resource for you as you're listening to this masterpiece Our web address is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for starting your week with me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we'll share together the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God. This is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. It takes a real storm to scare a seasoned fisherman, and that's exactly what some of Jesus' disciples were. And yet, one day, out on the Sea of Galilee, a storm came up that was so violent they became terrified. And amazingly, Jesus was asleep during all of it. His disciples woke him up, and Jesus simply said, Quiet, be still. And the waves obeyed him. But here's something interesting. His disciples did not calm down. They were still terrified, but now for a different reason. They asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. And you know, I think that's the right question. Who is this? You'll see Jesus more clearly through time in God's word. Visit GetAnchor.com.